When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. All right, so we want to talk about critical free agents mm. as well. The ones to re-sign. re-sign. So that's like the first part of this, right, is cut candidates, get rid of who the guys that are going to get cut to make way for the spending, to make way for the kind of um, balance the credit card stuff that the New Orleans Saints always do, right? They've already started their moves. They uh, converted the roster, converted a bonus of, uh, I forget who it was, but some random player for five million, Marcus May. They converted a Marcus May uh, salary to, to a bonus to free up five million worth of cap space, right? This is what the next couple of weeks is going to be about is moving money around, freeing it up, paying off the credit card, cutting guys so that you can actually sign people. And then the first part is, uh, or part of that is cutting people part of that is also re-signing your own guys because number one you want to make sure they don't hit free agency number two that can actually create salary cap space as well because of the way those contracts get done you can push out the money to multiple years and end up with a better salary cap situation ironically by signing a guy than by um potentially getting rid of them so who are the guys that need to be re-signed so we got um i see a list here we'll work off the list oboe Okoronkwo, mm-hmm. I love it for Houston. Yeah. My only criticism is that they didn't sign him to a longer deal originally. Yeah. That he's back to free agency. I don't know that that's necessarily a mistake. Like, we really liked that signing at the time, and I think he kind of underwhelmed relative to what we would have expected him to do this season. Um, but he flashed enough that I think you probably want to bring him back and, you know, see if he can be better long term. But because he, he, he only flashed and relatively underachieved, I think they can probably do that quite reasonably, deal-wise. Like, I think he, uh, my point being, I think he's probably cheaper to sign to a multi-year deal this year than he would have been a season ago. So, therefore, it's good business. I mean, it was an easy contract this year. One year, $3.25 million. I, I think he, if you get him for something close to that, that's a steal every year. Yeah. That's why if, if you sign up for that one year... But don't I feel you think- like you could have gotten him in a similar range for multiple years. But either way, he's coming off a career year. And D'Amico Ryan's in Houston. Every time a, a new coach goes in to a place where they used to they, – so they used when they used to have a great defensive line, you assume they're going to try to build it up. Okoronkwo is not like a number one pass rusher or anything like that. But if he's your second or third pass rusher, third in particular, move guy that you can create mismatches, I love that. So I think keeping him in the building would make a ton of sense. Yeah, I, I think so. I think he's a guy that they should be, you know, this season for them, we were talking about, like, who are pieces going forward? And I think he showed enough that you would want to try and keep him around. Who else you got here? Jacoby Myers. Um, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, number one, he's probably the best uh, wide receiver available in free agency should he make it that far. But he's also the best receiver the Patriots have had for the last several years. And without him, they get markedly worse. Now, yes, they can draft receivers. Yes, they can try and target. But they can't, they can't target a free agent that's better than him because he's the best free agent receiver available. 
they can target one via trade, which they've done several times before, sure. Maybe that's the route they go. And if they want to dive into the draft, they have one of the worst records of drafting receivers in NFL history. So Jacoby Myers is probably quite high in your list of options for receiver. My concern is when I go to the PFF free agent list over pff.com, not only is, I mean, it's not a concern that Jacoby Myers is number seven on the entire list in the top wide receiver. That's not the concern, that he's good and gets open. And um, from a PFF war standpoint, top 30 most valuable receiver over the last few years. My concern is the projected contract coming from our guy, Brad. Four years, $16 million per year. If he's up in that range, do you want to pay Jacoby Myers that kind of money? I still think he's a good two right mm -hmm. michael gallup-esque number two different style maybe a little bit than gallup gets open all that stuff he's a good solid receiver do you want to pay good and solid 16 million dollars the guys that have made that in the last couple of years are michael gallup Corey davis is myers worth that kind of money do you want to no should you maybe um i mean look mike williams signed for 20 million a year last season right I think you, we're getting to the stage now where $16 million a year for your second receiving option is actually not a bad amount of uh, resources to, develop, to dedicate to that if they show up consistently and they keep making plays. The problem is it still leaves you as the Patriots needing to find the number one from somewhere. And yeah. that's going to probably be expensive because, again, I just they're not going to go and do it in the draft, right, because they stink at that. So they're going to try and trade something maybe for – I mean, maybe they're in the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes and then you're into serious money. But do you think teams really? So we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Rick Spielman on the show this Friday. Fire in some questions for Rick Spielman, former NFL general, former manager. general manager. He was sa he sat in the seat for what fifteen long 16 time years yeah. with, with the Minnesota Vikings. So we have a lot. We had him on the show previously when you were out on your road trip. I had mm -hmm. him on the show. People love the discussion. You and I will both be talking to Rick on Friday. We've got some questions, but I want to hear other people's questions. Maybe one of them I want at want to ask is when you're sitting in that seat. And you're saying, we have a need at this position. Do you sit there and evaluate yourself and say, we're bad at drafting this? Yeah. Like, do you think the Patriots actually sit there in the meetings and like, we're not drafting a receiver. We're not good at this. I think the longer, <laughs> the longer the evidence mounts, the more that has to become a thing. Like, if you swing once or twice and miss, you probably don't go, well, we just think at this. Let's not ever do that again. You have to keep going. But if you've like failed for so many years... And then you finally tempt yourself back into the first round because, you know, you saw something in Nikhil Harry and then Nikhil Harry becomes one of the worst draft picks in the last 10 years. Like, come on. At some point, we have to face reality here, right? And say, let's just not do that again. What was the Vikings' blind spot from a drafting standpoint during his time? Was there one? Because I mean, you could say, hey, they, they had a bad offensive line for a few years. But edge they rusher, I guess. If you, edge rusher, if you sort of... No, because they got maybe maybe early round ones. No, so they hit on Danelle Hunter, but then seemed to sort of say, well, we can just do that every time, and then kept drafting fourth round edge rushes that, that were terrible. And Everson, did they draft Griffin, right? Uh, Everson Griffin. Was that pre or post? Might have been. I don't know if that was before uh, Spielman. They missed on uh, Jared Allen compliments and everything, right? Through the years. Oh, they've, I mean, institutionally, the Vikings generally have had real problems with finding edge rushers for a long dating back way before spielman um that's why they draft or they traded for jared allen because they 
Erasmus James, Kenichi Daisy, like they drafted these guys in the first round and all of them were bad. So they finally went, you know what, to hell with this. We're trading two first round picks for a dude we know is a superstar. All right, so that'll be interesting to ask, ask Rick. So the Patriots potentially re-signing Jacoby Myers. I could see it. I understand. I know the cap's going up, and that's the other theme we're going to have this offseason. Okay, cap's yeah. going up, and free agents aren't great, so we're going to see some big... Griffin as well was Spielman, so they did. They found two of those guys in the mid-rounds and then kept trying Either forever. way, I'll, let's ask that for... Uh, let's add that to our list on Friday. Do you ever look at your yep. self-evaluation at a position and say, hey, we, we're not good at this? and let that affect things what other um free agents do you have on your list here i got one that that brad cited i thought was interesting um jermaine illuminor offensive tackle for the las vegas raiders so when you looked at that line on paper before the season you're like this is a train wreck this is going to go bad and it did at the start it was terrible <laughs> and then then the line kind of came together and they actually were playing pretty well by the end of the season and illuminor is a guy who actually has quite a good overall body of work in the nfl um obviously he was with the patriots beforehand and now once he got a, a starting gig for the raiders i think he's actually a solid starting tackle yeah i think that's fair i mean at worst he's going to be a swing tackle right and then you figure out what you what you want to pay that he's been a swing tackle the majority of his career but yeah very good season for him um i find it interesting that brad you know the the premise of the article is free agent a team can't afford to lose doesn't mean you're going all out to get this guy right. but it's like if you don't it's just another hole that you have to fill mm -hmm. but the saints and marcus davenport he has on the list here we've talked about davenport a little bit he's one of the top free agents he has unbelievable snap to snap production but hasn't played a ton we talked about his snap totals on the show here uh, a couple weeks ago do you take another shot on davenport right it's like when you get the developmental player and he really hasn't developed by year four or five to still try to invest in him because Davenport is like this close to being a top eight to 10 edge defender if he yeah. stays healthy. Just jumping back to Illuminor for a second. Um, they, I think the Raiders had their bye week quite early. I think it might have been week six. Either there was a missed game in there somewhere. Um, since that week six point, Illuminor was a top 10 graded tackle. He had an overall PFF grade of 82.3. 79.4 as a run blocker, 81.4 as a pass blocker, gave up one sack from that point on. Half the total penalties he had this season were before that point. We were in the first five weeks of the season. Um, he played really well once you got over that like early part of the season where almost the entirety of the Raiders line stank. Um, He's the only one that had some scheme uh, history there too. Yeah. Played for Josh McDaniels right. in New England and everything. But and this was also, by the way, like by far the most starting experience he'd had in the NFL. Like he had five, four hundred snaps with the Patriots that one year. He had a couple hundred this last season with the Raiders, and then nine hundred and forty. This is like almost fifty percent of his entire career snaps at this point. But I think he kind of showed that like, that guy can start and be good for you.